You're listening to Career Conversations with Aaron Rovner, presented by Randstad Rysmart, the world's fastest-growing career transition and talent mobility provider. Now, here's your host, Aaron Rovner. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm career coach Erin Rovner, and thanks for joining me for our very first career conversations this Monday afternoon. I'm extremely passionate about helping people thrive in their careers, and I'm really excited to launch this show to provide tips and strategies to help you, whether it's recovering from a layoff, finding your next opportunity, updating your resume, prepping for an interview, or transitioning to a new career. Each week, I'm going to be speaking with leading human resources and career development experts about the changing world of work, and we'll answer your questions to help you better navigate today's ever-evolving employment landscape. With more than 36 million people currently out of work as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, I'm sure many of you have either experienced a job loss or know someone who has. And even if you're still currently working or not working from home, I'm sure everyone listening likely has some degree of uncertainty about what their professional future holds. And so I'm really hoping that we can provide some guidance so that everyone can have career success and growth in their careers. If you have a question that you'd like me to answer today on air, send us an email at careerconvoswvox at gmail.com. Or you can tweet your question using the hashtag Career Convos WVOX. To kick things off, I'd like to share a little bit about myself. I'm a senior career coach with Ronstadt RiseSmart, the world's fastest growing career transition and talent mobility provider. I have over 15 years experience in career services and recruiting. I like to joke with some of the people that I help that in the last 15 years, my main job has been to get people paid in one version or another. I really love working with clients, and I actually, my favorite clients are the people who are a little bit scrappy. But it's not just me today. Today, I am joined by two incredible guests. The first is Kimberly Schneiderman, Ronstad RiseSmart's Senior Practice Development Manager. In this role, she creates and manages RiseSmart programs, training, and support materials, and has led a variety of initiatives in the area of recruiter and job seeker studies and programs on professional development and training for career coaches just like me. I'm also joined by Chris Morrison, a senior career coach who has been with Ronstad Rysmart for nearly six years and has worked with nearly 1,800 clients during that time. Chris also has extensive experience in corporate human resources in the retail and financial services industry. Thanks to both of you for joining me today for our very first career conversation. So I'd love it if you guys could say hi. Hi, everybody. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Hi, it's a great pleasure, Erin. Fantastic. So the first question that I think is on everyone's mind and what we thought was the most important to tackle first in this inaugural episode is how are people coping with the pandemic? I have been noticing that a lot of job seekers have been panicking. And from what we, uh, you know, have kind of seen with a lot of the people we're working with, Uh, people shouldn't necessarily panic. They should be planning. So I'd love to kind of hear what you guys are hearing in terms of messaging. Uh, I'll ask Chris first. How are people coping in terms of job search with this pandemic? Hi, Erin. Again, this is Chris. Thank you very much for having me on today. 
I think it's really important in terms of messaging to really listen to the client's story. Everyone has their own story. Everyone has a different place that they're coming from, and they really want to get that across to the people that they're speaking with, especially in terms of this really challenging, unprecedented uh, event that we're all experiencing. So that's really first and foremost. I talk to lots of different people but everyone has a, a different perspective in terms of what their life uh, is, is like at this time. So it might be that they're working from home with a, a spouse, they have children at home, they have pets around. So it's, it's really an, an additional challenge to the job search process. And that's something that they could convey to the people that they're speaking to. So whether they're having a conversation uh, with a networking partner, a recruiter, and prospective employer, they can acknowledge those challenges in the environment that they're working in, but they want to maintain a positive outlook in terms of what their job search experience is like. And it's really a time that people can use creative problem solving to uh, attack this challenge and really move their search forward in a creative way. That's such a great point. Um, I want to turn it over to Kimberly because one of the things that uh, we're seeing is a lot of people are uh, being asked to kind of prepare their messaging in terms of putting their best foot forward. And so I was wondering if you have any ideas how people could kind of prepare how they're showing people, as Chris was saying, whether it's a networking partner or someone else, so that they really feel like it is their best foot going forward. Thank you, Erin. Erin, one of the things that I talk about is that the more things change, the more they stay the same. The job seekers listening to the show today need to remember that while business is being handled differently across the board in every industry and in every field of work, there are a lot of things that haven't changed. In conversation with people, the job seekers still need to show that they can bring value to an employer and that they haven't lost touch with what's happening in the business world, even though they may be uh, not working right now. And so I talk to people about making sure that they've done research so that they understand how the pandemic has impacted the industry in which they work. And when they're talking to somebody from a specific company, understanding that company's segment of the industry and how they may have been impacted. Um, also, paying attention to location-specific details of the industry effects is important because as we look across the United States, we can see differences in actions and reactions, say, in California versus Tennessee versus Florida versus Ohio versus New York. And so we need to be aware of all of the different ways things are happening in the different industries. Now, in terms of messaging, when somebody's having a conversation with somebody, uh, they want to make sure that they're asking questions about that, that other person's company as much as they're showing that they've paid attention to what's going on. In addition, they want to be able to show that they've been flexible and agile throughout the pandemic. They've been able to manage things both in their personal life as well as professionally so that they can come across as somebody that is focused, somebody that's flexible, and somebody that can handle just about any scenario thrown their way. 
and that might come across in terms of messaging about how they're coping and what activities they're doing on a daily basis and how they're focusing their time. Uh, so I think when you stop to think about things as a job seeker, you always want to ask yourself, how can you share with somebody else that you're focused, that you understand what's happening in business today within the, the terms of the pandemic, and how are you going to be flexible throughout uh, the emergence of business from the pandemic and be somebody of value to a potential employer? That's such a great point, Kimberly. I really appreciate you bringing it up. Um, and I feel like it's really relevant because this is the first time in any job search that people are going to be asked about, you know, what's happening during the lockdown. And normally you never get that personal in a job interview, or if you do, it's a mistake and you should not do that in a job interview. Um, and so I want to turn it around to Chris. Um, you know, you probably are already dealing with job seekers and counseling them um, in how to respond in terms of the lockdown messaging. Do you have any advice for our listeners? So just to piggyback on but what both you and Kimberly said, uh, it is important to uh, be somewhat transparent in terms of the personal situation that you have, whatever that might be. But again, just bringing it back to, as Kimberly said, making sure that you're well aware of what that company needs and being able to demonstrate that you have those skills and abilities in your toolkit to use for them uh, in the role that you're speaking to them about. I love that. And I feel like it's so important because it, in any job search, you always want to be staying positive, but it is tough when you're saying, oh, my gosh, you know, I woke up and my kid doesn't have school today and they won't complete any of their stuff and, you know, or the plumbing's broken and I can't get a plumber in because we're all on lockdown, but that's not the kind of messaging you want for an employer. And I think that your advice and Kimberly's advice of focusing on things they want to hear but also the messaging that, in any kind of interaction, you do want to be showing your value. Um, and so giving them kind of a little bit of authenticity, but still being able to then turn it back into, hey, let's, let's talk about where I'm going moving forward, because we all want to be moving forward out of this. Um, so in a few seconds, we're going to transition over to our commercial break, but I just want to tell everyone to kind of stay in their seats, because for our next segment, we're going to be focusing on the dreaded video interview. So stick around, um, and we'll be right back after this quick break. Having to let go of your valued employees is never easy, especially now. Don't do it alone. Ronstadt Rise Smart will help you support your employees with compassionate outplacement services. Our certified career transition teams and extensive online resources can help your employees find their new beginnings more quickly and with greater confidence. Protect your employees and your brand. Look to talent mobility and outplacement leader Ronstadt Rise Smart. Learn more at helpmyemployee.com. Take heart, White Plains and Central Westchester. Now that another local radio voice of many years has completely given up the local focus and abandoned any and all hometown programming, there is only one remaining local voice. Welcome to WVOX and WVOX.com. 
America's great community station, live and Westchester local for you and yours. No cookie cutter, piped in syndicated, one size fits all corporate program. There's always something happening on WVOX and WVOX.com. Now, Westchester's only local station. We're glad to be of service to White Plains, Greenberg, and Mount Vernon, too. It was only a matter of time. 1460 WVOX. You're listening to Career Conversations with Aaron Rovner. Presented by Randstad Rysmart, the world's fastest-growing career transition and talent mobility provider. Now, here's your host, Aaron Rovner. Welcome back. Uh, I just want to remind you guys today that I am joined by two amazing individuals, Kimberly Schneiderman, Brownstead Rise Smart Senior Practice Development Manager, and Chris Morrison, a Senior Career Coach. So as I mentioned earlier, we are going to be talking about the dreaded video interviewing. We love it to keep everyone safe. We hate it for almost every single other reason. Um, I have a story of a hiring committee, and I wasn't on this committee, but I was uh, working with one of the people on the committee, and, uh, and it was six people. They went into a room. They were all in video together with this potential employee, and they were so focused because this person interviewing for a job had left a pepperoni pizza on the table. They couldn't remember any of the answers the candidate had provided for the entire interview because I remember meeting up with people when they got out of it and saying, hey, you know, was they, were they a good candidate? What did they say about that really tricky question you were going to ask? And they were like, they left a whole pizza on the table. Like, it, was, it took over everything. And so while that's a pretty extreme example, um, you do want to make sure that you're not coming into any of the more common pitfalls, you know, other than leaving an entire uneaten. I still wonder, was it hot? We'll never know. It's one of the unsolved mysteries. However, video interviewing does not have to be one of those. So uh, I want to turn it over to Kimberly first. Kimberly, what advice do you have for people who are doing video interviews? Okay, so Erin, I might be a little bit weird here, but I actually love video interviews. There is so much more freedom with a video interview than there is with a in-person interview. People really need to think about this. Uh, well, barring that gentleman that brought in a, p- a pizza to his table while he was on video, that's a mistake. But other than that, let's think about this. We can um, have notes in front of us when we are on a video interview, and we can have our desk nicely organized. We can really plan what we're going to wear. We can try on a few different outfits. We don't have to commute to the to the interview. We don't have to spend time in traffic or risk getting lost or not being able to find a parking spot or, you know, identify one of those tricky business park-type locations for an interview. Um, I also love video interviews because you can practice so much. There are so many tools available to practice with video interviews now. And there's actually some fun tips. I have one person that gave me the tip of drawing two eyes on a piece of paper and ripping out a section between the eyes for the nose and then pasting that piece of paper right on either side of your camera 
to help you make eye contact with the camera. It's, it's a pretty interesting trick, and I loved it when I heard that one. And that just helps the candidate make eye contact with the camera, right? Uh, Another thing that I really like is recorded video interviews. Now, people pause for a second. You have live video interviews where you are meeting with somebody live. You're both logging into a system at the same time. But there's also this idea of recorded video interviews, and this is where you're sent a link. You log into the link, and there are predetermined questions that are posed to you. They might be on the screen, or they could be actually be recordings themselves of questions that you answer out live. Um, and Aaron, one of the blessings of a recorded video interview is that it's done on people's own time. They really don't have to do something at a certain time of day. They can wait until midnight when the house is quiet, the UPS delivery person is not going to come and make the dog bark, and it is just a really quiet time of day for them. They they're doing it in the comfort of their own home. They have their own PC, their own smartphone or tablet, so they they know how to operate the technology and it's not foreign to them. And it, that's another reason that I love these video interviews and then recorded interviews. And we have some more tips on those, but I'm sure that you want to check in with Chris and see what she thinks about uh, video interviews. Absolutely. And I also, I wonder if someone recorded at three o'clock in the morning, are they like, does my voice sound different if it's midnight? But that probably, it will never come up with anybody but us. So, Chris, yeah, do you have any anecdotes or advice that might speak to video interviews, but maybe speak on the live ones since Kimberly did such a great job on covering those pre-recorded ones? I completely concur with Kimberly that practicing, practicing, practicing is so incredibly important. And I go so far as to advocate that people rehearse so they can think of it as, uh, rehearsing perhaps for a part in a play where you want to make sure that you sound extemporaneous, but you've got a lot of the information loaded into your brain already, and you're just uh, sharing that with the person that you're interviewing with, and that really goes for all different types of interviews. But I think in, in this day and age, it's actually a little easier to... Uh, be a part of a video interview simply because we've become more of a FaceTime, Zoom, WebEx kind of society, especially because of the situation that we're in, that we can't see people in person. So we may actually feel more comfortable, and actually I've spoken to people that really understand um, how to use FaceTime, so that's a good start with regard to preparing for a video interview, and you can also get... Um, accounts, free accounts with uh, various online providers where you can actually go on and practice with somebody to make sure that the equipment is working correctly, that your background is appropriate for uh, the interview, that you're uh, making good eye contact, that you've got good posture. Uh, again, having your notes in front of you, having a glass of water in case you suddenly get a dry throat. Um, anecdotally, I, I worked with somebody and, and did this actual exercise, and uh, when, when we practiced, um, his background was, was quite distracting, not quite a pizza, but, but along the same line. So the next time we did it, um, he decided he would put up a barrier behind him, which was a wrinkled sheet. 
So again, that can be distracting and doing it with me or doing it with a friend or a family member uh, is a great way of getting all the bugs out ahead of time so that when you're on that live video interview, you've got a nice crisp outfit and a nice professional background to project. I love that. And it's so it's such a great idea to practice with someone else. Um, so we're going to take a quick break in just one second. But when we come back, we actually have a reader question that wrote in. And please write in if you have questions on video interviewing. Um, and so right after this break, uh, we'll get to that question and be helping people locally. Having to let go of your valued employees is never easy, especially now. Don't do it alone. Ronstadt RiseSmart will help you support your employees with compassionate outplacement services. Our certified career transition teams and extensive online resources can help your employees find their new beginnings more quickly and with greater confidence. Protect your employees and your brand. Look to talent mobility and outplacement leader Ronstadt RiseSmart. Learn more at helpmyemployee.com. Take heart, White Plains and Central Westchester. Now that another local radio voice of many years has completely given up the local focus and abandoned any and all hometown programming, there is only one remaining local voice. Welcome to WVOX and WVOX.com, America's great community station, live and Westchester local for you and yours. No cookie-cutter, piped-in, syndicated, one-size-fits-all corporate program. There's always something happening on WVOX and WVOX.com. Now, Westchester's only local station. We're glad to be of service to White Plains, Greenberg, and Mount Vernon, too. It was only a matter of time. 1460 WVOX. You're listening to Career Conversations with Aaron Rovner. Presented by Randstad RiseSmart, the world's fastest-growing career transition and talent mobility provider. Now, here's your host, Aaron Rovner. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so excited for our uh, first question. Uh, this is coming to us from Jane in Bronxville, who writes to us that she's been with the same company for 10 years, but was recently laid off. She has no idea where to begin in terms of writing a resume or starting her job search. So I want to hit it back to my two experts. Uh, Chris, do you have any insight or advice that you'd say to someone local who is just starting off on their job search? Thanks, Erin. Uh, I think first and foremost, uh, if you've got somebody that is starting a job search after 10 years and or is thinking about creating a resume, I think the first thing to do is to stop and really make sure that you're ready to dive into that job search. Uh, I think a lot of times what people don't do is that self-reflection of, where they are and what they're thinking about in terms of what their next steps might be. And I think from a tactical perspective, uh, the, first, um, the first thought might be to immediately compile that resume with all of the career experiences on it. But what I find in working with people is about 75% of the people that I work with 
that are thinking about or in a position to uh, be conducting a job search want to change their their strategy or their their movement forward in some way. So some people want to uh, go in a completely different direction. Other people want to maybe make some more subtle changes in their uh, their professional life. So I think really uh, having those conversations first uh, with oneself, reflecting uh, on uh, one's background, and then really thinking about that in terms of what does that look like in terms of writing that resume. So when you're ready and you feel like you really do want to embark on that job search, I think the first thing to do uh, with regard to a resume from a tactical perspective is first to compile, obviously, dates and job titles and fill in uh, the details of what your job responsibilities were. And then more importantly on a resume, what you really want to be able to have are some accomplishments under each position. So you can really think about not only what you've done in that role for that company, but what problems did you solve for that company or what perhaps awards or accolades you won or how did you mentor somebody. And all of those are things that you can include on there, uh, either by way of looking at past performance appraisals or talking to people that know you who can often uh, answer that question of what are some great things you accomplished uh, in order to include on that document. I 100% agree. You know, I often see people who want to put the cart in front of the horse where they'll say, the first thing I have to do is get my resume together. And I think it's because it's an easy box to check off. It's a physical document. Even if it's just in your email, I still consider it a physical document. And it feels like such an accomplishment to be like, yes, I checked off that box. I made that document, I emailed it to someone, but then it can be a nightmare if you've created this document before you really know, hey, where am I going to be applying? Who am I going to be sending this to? And I've actually had job seekers in the past that I've worked with as a client who they created a resume, and then a few days later they said, all of that needs to be scrapped. I need to take this document, make it completely something different. And to me, I'm always trying to say, hey, let's work smarter. Let's not spend as much time focused on that. Because as you said, she, Jane in Bronxville, our question writer, you had no idea where to begin in terms of your job search. But even in your question, you started with writing a resume. But you don't need to start there. You do want to be thinking about, what is your ideal next step? You want to be thinking about what is your plan? You know, are you going to be, you're not going to be dropping off resumes down the street in this type of environment, but you want to make sure that when you're starting your search, even though it's very tempting to feel like, hey, I'm going to check off that box and I'm going to feel so good when that document is final, um, we really advocate for, you know, discovering what's going on with you, you know, planning out what's going to be there, and it really is the best practice to be working forward on that. And so I hope that even though it's tough, and also one thing that um, I always focus on, especially if you've been with the same company for 10 years, it might be frustrating, so dealing with those feelings would be useful, too. So that's all the time we have this week on Career Conversations. Tune in next week for our special Memorial Day salute to our military heroes, where we'll be offering job search and resume writing tips specifically for veterans. We'll be joined by a RiseSmart career coach who specializes in helping veterans transition into civilian careers, 
as well as a veteran of the U.S. Army who is now a specialist in veteran recruitment strategies. If you have a job search question that you'd like us to answer on air, please email us at careerconvoswox at gmail.com or you can tweet your question using hashtag careerconvoswox. Until then, I'm Erin Rovner and I look forward to our next career conversation every Monday at 1230 right here on WVOX and online.